0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. According to the sources, there are 25,000 National Guard troops in Washington, D.C. for the inauguration. Let me be amongst the first, if not the first, or amongst the very last. I don't know, maybe other people are saying it. To say out loud, all right, it's a bit of overkill, people. You may want to dial down the rhetoric just to scotch. 12-foot fences with razor wire around the Capitol. Let me be the first to say, or amongst the first to say, or maybe the very last to say, Wall's work. Trump was right. And then the best is the pictures of all the National Guard all around the area, armed, ready for confrontation. No magazines. There's no ammunition in those weapons. There's no ammunition in the weapons. Am I saying that's true of everyone? No. But in the pictures that are circulating, no ammo in gun-o. What do you mean how you can tell? I don't you know guns. Like, is there a way to tell? There, you, because you see or don't see the magazine. So that wasn't some question. This, okay. this isn't a revolver, right? The magazine. This isn't a, a pistol. This is um this is a machine gun. Oh. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you okay. see the magazine. I, I retract my question. Thank you very much. Tony Katz today, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. Good to be with you. 833 got Tony. 833 468-8669. I'm saying nonsense. I'm calling shenanigans. I am not saying there should not be a security detail and you want these things to be secure. I'm saying what we're witnessing is trash. What we're witnessing is a bit of fantasy, is a bit of made up nonsense. The people who are living in fear that the capital is going to be attacked, its not a way to live. I feel this way about state capitals some of the uh, of those state capitals have shut down some have threats some don't they're shutting down i don't think that's the right move at all i don't mind security being there but you don't let some group of people claiming to be violent stop you from doing you that's not how we do things in america i oppose rioting i oppose mob violence I think they should be met with force. I said this about rioters in the streets. I said this about rioters at uh, at the Capitol. It is a pleasure to live a life where you have consistency, guys. I suggest you get to that immediately. Oh, you're already there. Well, Well, good. You're not there? Try it. It's not different because people have an R or a D after their name, or they're on your side or not your side. Rioters are never on my side. But even if they were supposedly rioting for something I believe in, I oppose rioting. So I oppose what happened at the Capitol. 25,000 National Guard troops and razor wire? In America? Are we all out of our heads? Anybody who buys into this is out of their skull. No. I think it's all for show. I think it's all a bit of posturing. I think the entire concept of wanting to say that those who rioted were white supremacists. So you tell me that the white supremacists were rioting against the white supremacist government to overthrow the white supremacist so they could support the white supremacist president that they love. You do that math and get back to me. I don't think you've got enough bourbon to make that make sense. But I'm telling you right now, very little is making sense. And I can't tell you if that's by design or not. What I can tell you is that there is a way to deal with this madness, and it starts with taking a breath. I know that sounds cliche. There's a lot of madness that's around this inauguration and, and around what's gonna happen in the first 100 days. Holy cow, the first 100 days. Executive orders on racial equity, executive orders on climate. The Keystone XL pipeline, that's gone. Why? 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 The Canadians don't want it gone. I thought Justin Trudeau was our friend. Nope. Climate worship is more important than anything. So forget any level of uh, energy independence and forget jobs. Both are unnecessary in the world of Joe Biden. Get ready for more. Uh, dollars to be spent, the $1,400 to add to the $600, unless you're Representative Ocasio-Cortez, who says that's not enough, because after all, we promised $2,000 checks. Well, we already sent out 600 Well, 2000 is 2000 is 2000 Okay. Okay. Taking a breath is very, very important and it's important because there's a lot coming at us there's a lot of 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 attack coming at people there's a lot of of uh, disregarding of, of people's humanity that's taking place some really ugly ugly stuff is happening so let's take a breath and go over some of the things that we know are coming as joe biden steps in We know that he said he will prioritize legal status for illegal immigrants. His words, not mine. His plan is to prioritize legal status for millions of immigrants, as is written in the Associated Press. So that does not sound like somebody who is going to do well regarding illegal immigration, which is illegal and of course should be denounced on every level by rational people. His plan, day one, path for citizenship. Ha! Huh. That's, that's a change that is going to have massive effects on the nation massive effects on the nation it's a slap in the face to all legal immigrants that's what joe biden his incoming chief of staff ron Klein, the rest of them are doing slap in the face to legal immigrants telling them oh you waited in line oh you went through the process you sucker you chump what a fool meanwhile there's a caravan on its way from honduras remember when trump talks about caravans everyone's like oh just trying to scare the people are you there's a caravan on its way from honduras demanding that biden honor his commitments they moved into guatemala from honduras on friday and they're continuing to come up now you're hearing the biden team saying hey now's not the right time now's not the right time why should they listen to the right time by the way when's the right time for migrants to demand entry to a country we're not talking about refugees here if we were talking about refugees we'd be letting in hong kongers or Uyghur muslims right the Yazidi. (laughs) none of that and i have nothing against honduras nor hondurans but just because you want to move does not mean that it puts upon us in the United States uh, a, a need to to accept you. Legal immigration. You're saying no, no, no. Demanding entrance. Well, you don't get to demand crap. Why is that so hard to say? Why is that so difficult for people? I'm not angry. You want to apply. You want you want to enter the country legally. I'm fine with it. I support legal immigration. On every single level, I do not support anybody who thinks, in any way, shape, or form, that they can demand anything from the American people. The American people demand things from our government uh, in terms of being left alone. That's it. No one else gets to demand. It's it's yeah he ain't you know remember I'm not happy with the size of government but he ain't heavy he's my brother. We do what we do, not you. That's not bigoted or racist or anything else. We have a process. Follow it. If we want to talk about changing the process, I'll talk about changing the process. I have no problem with changing the process, actually. Providing a, 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 an easier approach to legal immigration. Immigration is good. I find that people who want to come to America, by the way, the racist, bigoted America, don't you love it when they say that one? Everyone's—they're—they're they're forming caravans to come to the United States, this bigoted, awful, racist, white supremacist place. You understand? They know they're full of crap, and you gets you crazy, and that's why I say breathe. This, man, this first hundred days stuff—I—I I haven't even gotten to the climate stuff i mentioned keystone xl i haven't gotten to the racial equity stuff i haven't gotten to anything that biden really wants to put together i'm not even close by the way we're just three days away from uh from inauguration day and nancy pelosi has not sent the articles of impeachment to the senate yet remember donald trump is an enemy Donald Trump is dangerous. Donald Trump, what did uh, what did Amy Klobuchar say? Donald Trump uh, led a riot to the Capitol? Oh, she's so, she doesn't have to be a dope, but she is on this one. So dopey. So he's just a dangerous guy, right? Leading insurrections. So dangerous that Nancy Pelosi has not brought the articles, presented them to the Senate so the trial could take place. That the fact that she would wait an hour, never mind a day, never mind two, never mind three, is the proof that this was all just a scam. That doesn't mean you're not angry with President Trump. It doesn't mean other people aren't angry with President Trump. It doesn't mean that they don't even have an argument regarding their anger about President Trump. Maybe they very well do. I'm not going to take that from them. It means that Nancy Pelosi's argument was bunk and the Democratic Party's argument was bunk. Because if he was a dangerous man, you'd work to get him out of office. Because that's what you do with dangerous men. You don't decide, well, there's a time. You make it happen. He's a threat to the republic. You make it happen. And then you go through that, and you're like, what's these people? Can't we all tell they're lying? And the answer is, yeah. But breathe. Because we got a couple years of dealing with this. You're going to have to pace yourself in order to do it right i'm tony katz so maybe we need a whole theme of the show of just breathe right i need everybody cogent and ready for what's coming in the insanity that is taking place tony katz tony katz today 833 got tony 833-468-8669 Right? Focusing on inauguration and focusing on the silencing of the political right. Oh, has that gone into a whole new world of holy hell. You will not believe. And by the way, they're going after Parler, Facebook, Twitter, Newsmax, One American News. It seems the only people who are acceptable anymore are CNN or MSNBC, depending on whether you're talking to CNN or MSNBC. (laughs) It's Madness. That's why I say just breathe. And remember, just when you think it's crazy, oh, there's even crazier out there. Your car's seatbelt. Safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. They are recalling Hot Pockets, people. 762,000 pounds of pepperoni Hot Pockets are being recalled because it may be contaminated with glass and or plastic. You see? Told you things could get worse. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how it comes to be. This is not even one. Uh, I think that was sell, that was done by them, right? This is Nestle. I didn't know Nestle owns uh, Hot Pockets. Recalling more than seven hundred sixty-two thousand pounds of the Hot Pockets, this from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service. What I find interesting is that in the reporting. In the reporting, they are referred to as sandwiches. The frozen stuffed sandwiches shipped to retail stores nationwide are being recalled because they, quote, may be contaminated with extraneous materials, specifically pieces of glass and hard plastic. Never in my life, nor in anyone's life, was a Hot Pocket ever referred to as a sandwich. No, but they have to refer to it as something. Like, what would you call it otherwise? Uh, I, I would call it stuffed, stuffed pizza. I would call it a Hot Pocket, because that's exactly what it is. It is a, it, If anything, it's a calzone. Well, they're not exclusively Italian-themed. You know, there could be a stroganoff Hot Pocket. So it's saying it's stuffed got, pizza is disingenuous. It's got pepperoni, cheese, and sauce. If it's not Italian-themed, it's cultural appropriation and should be taken off the shelves no matter what. Dang, you're right. But, by the way, uh, Jim Gaffigan must be rolling over in his grave. Isn't he alive? He is. Oh. (laughs) This is, I mean, this is just the kind of stuff that makes you say, is nothing safe, is nothing sacred? Man, that's a terrible headline. And just when you think it's that bad. Your car's seatbelt? Safety miracle? Or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Two? Two worst headlines of the day? Sure, I'll give it to you. Ice cream from China contaminated with coronavirus. I'm telling you right now, if you know of a restaurant or a store that sells Chinese ice cream, stop going to that restaurant, stop going to that store. It's over. It's over. I didn't even know it could survive that's where I'm at, yeah. In the ice cream. It 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 floors me. More than half the total boxes, right, 4,836 boxes, had already been distributed for sale when the positive tests were discovered. Trust nothing from China. By the way, I need you to get a box of Hot Pockets. Just tell me if they're made in China or not. Now, there are people who are saying this is probably a one-off, not an indicative of a broader issue uh, itself. May, May I suggest that we stop for a moment and recognize there's coronavirus in the ice cream and say 2020 has been over for 17 days. We're not supposed to have that kind of nonsense anymore. We're not supposed to deal with that. It is a, it's frightening. Frightening as can be. By the way, my, my rabbi uh, texted me, uh, going back to the Hot Pockets, the pepperoni Hot Pockets, and he said, uh, and that's why I'm kosher. Right? So this is just clearly what I'm learning, rabbi. This was a plot. The Hot Pockets with the plastic in the glass uh, are a, hot, a, pot, a plot from the Jews. I mean, they're behind everything else. Uh, right? Why not? Controlling the media, the controlling weather. the weather, the banks, and now the hot pockets—that's what it is. That's what it is. Honestly, I was not let in on that one right there. I—I I, I clearly missed the meeting. Uh, sometimes I miss the Tuesday meetings. And I'm sorry. I know that I've got to do my turn in the vault, right? That—that's—that it's—it's like the national guard, you know. One weekend a month, two weeks a year. Just got, you just got—you got to—you got to—you got to count. You got to count. The bullion won't count itself, people. Right now, there are people out there going, yep, that's right, that's right. See, there's always a fringe element. Lindsey Graham is right. I'll explain why. This is Tony Katz today. So Lindsey Graham has a very good point. And it goes along with a larger conversation regarding how things need to be handled regarding President Trump. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669, the podcast at Rumble, rumble rumble.com, find everything at TonyKatz.com. And I know that I think I've made some people, uh, I've bothered some people with uh, statements regarding the fact that people can be angry with President Trump. I ask myself, do I think he incited a riot? Well, as we know from the timeline now, the rioting took place as the president was speaking, right? It's hard to say he incited a riot when that's the case. But it's, it's, it's the larger, broader conversation and context. And while I'm not here to, to place the blame in that way, I go in a different direction. Uh, a more rational direction. If we are going to say to people, your words have consequences, well, I think that's fine. Let's apply it all over. No, I do not believe that the words of that day from the president inspired a riot. I believe that people were absolutely worked up and may I add, far more so than I ever thought. I've reviewed my own words on this show to where I said the chances of it working in terms of the electoral college challenge one percent the lawsuit's working less than one percent I've always said that I only hope I have set the tone of you can make a challenge but they ain't gonna work I said of Sidney Powell and the claims of fraud show them people got angry with me they don't have to show you Tony they have to show a judge yeah okay eventually you have to show us of course you do. goes without question. And I said this logically in the same breath, that Pennsylvania's not okay. And I will say this still anywhere to anyone, if you think that the Pennsylvania electors are okay, you're more than welcome to, but you are wrong. Tony, they certified them. I do not disagree with you that they certified them. They're wrong. The courts usurped the legislative branch, and it should not be just simply accepted. Challenging Pennsylvania was fine. But if we're going to tone down rhetoric, I'm all about it. I have no problem with it as well. This brought up an interesting conversation. Again, this goes to the idea of of things people think Trump will do. And Trump never does, right? Trump's already moving out. He's not going to attend the inauguration. It's not like it's going to be 1201 on January 20th and Trump's still going to be in the Oval saying, you can't have this, no way, this is my Oval Office. It's a terrible impression. It was the best I can do. It's just not happening. These people said it would happen. The only people who have never accepted an election result in the end are Stacey Abrams and Hillary Clinton. Right? trump says we need to have a smooth transition the difference between those two is those two lost and never got in he was in and then lost oh i know some people are gonna say not lost stolen i don't make that argument my argument is much much different but i think it is absolutely okay for people to take a look at georgia and say that was a skewed look at michigan that was a skew now keep looking keep digging don't ever stop why? What for? For these people who tell you that you're crazy? Feel free. I'm not going to stop you. Don't let these people stop you at all and in any way. The the people who told us for three years Russia, Russia, Russia are now going to lecture us. Nah. By the way, Russia, Russia, Russia is gonna is gonna come back. That's a that's a little uh, a foreshadowing right there. But no, the thing that people are saying is that somehow. President Trump is considering a pardon for Capitol rioters. I had not heard that brought up. All of a sudden, it became a conversation. And I guess Lindsey Graham got asked about it and answered. There are a lot of people urging the president to pardon folks who participated in defiling the Capitol, the rioters. I don't care if you went there and spread flowers on the floor. You breached the security of the Capitol. You interrupted a joint session of uh, Congress. You tried to intimidate us all. You should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of of the law, and to seek a pardon of these people would be wrong. It would be, I think it would destroy President Trump, and uh, I hope we don't go down that road. They chose to go. He's 100% right. Trump pardons rioters at the Capitol. It's over. Now, this goes along with what I think is a very, very unique theory. Not that I agree with it or that it would, it would go down this way or could have gone down this way. It's that it, it is a thought process that would have offered Democrats and Republicans more options. The impeachment proceeding makes the claim that the president engaged in insurrection against the nation. Completely unprovable in a court of law, but this is a bad impeachment. This isn't a court of law, right? They're two very, very different things. So with that in mind, could you have a situation where you are able to prove it? I don't think to the point of 67 senators, right, what you would need for uh, conviction. But what if you didn't go down the road of the thing that is more difficult? And this is what happens when you rush to judgment. They had to get the impeachment in. It's nonsense. Andy McCarthy, writing over at National Review, and I don't agree with him on everything. He says... You know what would have been a more obvious choice and something that, you, you know, that you could actually create more of a case on is dereliction of duty. Remember, impeachment is high crimes and misdemeanors. We're not discussing whether or not you want to see the president impeached. And I certainly started with the, we're going to impeach a guy with two weeks left in in office. Well, the answer is, if there's an impeachable offense, you make the impeachment right there on the spot. You don't waste time. What does it matter if there are only two weeks? If somebody is a danger to the nation, impeach and remove. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So the idea that there's only a couple weeks left is a non-starter. That actually doesn't work as an argument, so I've dismissed it as an argument. Because when I see an argument that fails, I don't figure out a way to keep it. I say, hey, that fails. Let me say so and move on. If you see the Capitol being attacked and there is no move from the president to put down the attack, but rather you can show missives, meaning tweets, that talk about people supporting him, you can make a very, very clear and clean argument about dereliction of duty. Again, I am not saying that he should be impeached. I am not saying he should be removed. I am discussing this from a point that could have gotten more people on board. And it is to this idea that you could have done the thing that should have been done the first time and could easily have been done now. I actually think that if you're comparing, you would have had more of an opportunity to actually get impeachment through in this situation than in the Russia, Russia, Russia situation, which was all garbage and all trash. From beginning to end, to lie, pushed forth by liars who now want to tell us they're moral. Right? They should have gone for censure. They would have gotten 90 senators. They would have gotten three-fourths of the House. They would have gotten members of the House who were opposed to the Electoral College uh, confirmation. People who challenged the Electoral College would have voted for it. They could have gotten it done. But they don't do rational things, do they? They don't think in rational ways. One of the things I like about the McCarthy piece, and it's worth reading over at National Review, is that it says, hey, look, I'm not with my contemporaries here, but I do think this, and here's why, but here's a better way to look at it. The dereliction of duty piece is a very interesting one. Not that I agree with it, but it must be at least considered within conversation. That it would have been a far better way for Democrats to go than insurrection, which they don't have. That they don't have. But if they had gone for censure, the vote would already be done. It would be done and complete and massive. But that's not what they're going for. They're going for full-on destruction. It's so obvious that they're afraid of Trump. It is obvious that not getting him to run again is about the fear. Question is, will other Republicans be able to utilize that or be able to gain uh, that Trump base? And right now the answer is, hmm, doesn't look like it. But we got a long way to go till then. I'm Tony Katz. So we're three days from inauguration, and already we've had stories that Governor Cuomo wants to open the bars and restaurants, that Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago wants to open the restaurants, and now, here's Newsweek, with the headline, COVID lockdowns may have no clear benefit versus other voluntary measures, according to an international study. Just breathe, everybody. The hypocrisy is on high. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Still there. Still there. Uh, Parler, Tony Katz, they actually put out a note saying they're trying. They're trying to get this done. I will get into that in the next hour, what it is Parler had to say. Yeah. They do the mathematics. Studies compared cases in England, France, Germany, Iran, Italy, Netherlands, Spain, and the U.S., Compares them to Sweden and South Korea, which did less severe voluntary responses. And you know what they found? You can't uh, can't make the connection. Here's the quote: We do not question the role of all public health interventions or of coordinated communications about the epidemic, but we failed to find an additional benefit of stay-at-home orders and business closures. Let me add to that another story. From Bloomberg, COVID-19 outbreaks aren't driven by in-person classes, according to the CDC. This is a note for all the school teachers: get yourself back to work. Now, I, 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 I'm not mad at school teachers. I don't think it's wrong for school teachers to say, "Hey, we would like to get vaccines." I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I have no problem actually with vaccinating teachers. And I think the argument for vaccinating teachers is not that you know the kids they they don't get it right but they can be spreading it and the teacher would be more susceptible to it so it's fine. I would argue that we should be vaccinating the person who stocks the shelves at my local supermarket before school teachers. Look, I'm not saying one is more important than the other. I'm just saying one has a lot more um exposure uh, to a much larger cross section of people who might sneeze into their hand, like a representative from Congress, and then grab the tomatoes to look at them. That video of David Cicilline taking off his mask to sneeze into his hand, and then puts his mask back on and uh, and puts his hand on his leg. Uh, it's 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 breathtaking. Except you wouldn't want to breathe around him. But the idea that schools are the problem, schools have never been the problem. We have known this. We have discussed this. We have seen this in the science. They did the tracking. It's not there. It's not there. Schools should be open. And You know, we we had Phil Kirpin on from American Commitment, and he, this was a, a couple months ago. Maybe it was only a month ago. It feels like a couple months ago. And his point was well taken. When we talk about the economic disaster that we've unleashed on the world and certainly on the United States, we can come back from that. We can rebuild from that. What have we done regarding education? Keeping kids for the past year from being engaged. And I say that knowing full well that I think my children and it's, it's, been, it's been a hybrid, right? It's been a day on and a day off, right? A day in school and then a day virtual. But it hasn't been virtual like Zoom and, 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 and doing it that way. It's like, all right, here, here, are the, here are the assignments and here's a video explaining the assignment from the teacher. I, I think it's been exemplary. Like I'm absolutely overjoyed with what my kids have experienced thus far. Now, that could all change at the drop of a hat. Of course it can. But what I've seen so far and the things that they're talking about and exploring, um, if if my oldest is talking Adam Smith and the Wealth of Nations, Daddy is happy, very happy. That's the kind of thing happening, and this is public, guys. I don't. I don't send my kids to Sidwell Friends. Right? There. There's no Park Tutor education. Well, there's no Park Tutor is a very exclusive uh, private school in the Indianapolis area, and I don't send my kids to Park Tutor because I don't want them around the bigotry from the educators, the administration, the the anti-racism uh, that they're teaching and that they're embracing proudly in that in the upper schools. Hoo, hoo, hoo. No, thank you. I'm not gonna pay for the pleasure of you indoctrinating my children with lies like the 1619 Project, Park Tudor. That's that's just not happening. Oh, I'm sorry, too close to home. Anytime you want to discuss it, guys, I got I got multiple microphones and no waiting. Let let's see you defend some of the things that you're pushing out. Honestly, I, if, if, if there are people who go to private school and they're engaged in all this kind of woke stuff. Man, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you keep spending the money. I really and truly don't. It's, it's the, only, the only thing you can do because, like, they're very happy to lose a couple families to show how woke they are. They just want you to leave, and they'll, they'll make it difficult so you do leave. So just leave and then be a part of, 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 a, of a solid voice at, at public schools and go. Or do homeschooling or find another private school if you choose. Oh, don't buy into that. Don't buy into the idea that you can't have in-person classes. You should only have in-person classes. My school should not even be in a hybrid. Schools are not the problem. At all. And they've never been the problem. Amazing what we find out as we get closer and closer to inauguration. COVID may be over on the 21st. This is Tony Katz today.